What's up, Crossover fam? This is Tammy. We want to thank you for tuning in to our podcast. God has been moving in major ways in our community, and we're so glad that you get to be a part of it. We pray that this message encourages and inspires you to live out your calling in Christ. Enjoy this week's message. I had a whole word prepared, but we got about 10 minutes. Y'all could, y'all could be seated. I'm going to give you the quick 30-second, well, not 30-second, 10-minute version. How many of y'all know about the, the Israelites when they were in captivity, right? Pharaoh had them held captive. It's from Exodus chapter 13. I'm not going to go through that whole story right now for the sake of time. But basically, they were, they were being held captive in slavery, right? These, these, these men and women and even children were being held captive by, you know, the whole Egyptian army and Pharaoh. And, and you guys know the story, right? And I want you to connect them with, with you, right? We were once slaves to what the Bible says, sin. Say sin. sin. Sin is what separates us from God the Father. Did you know that? Sin is what separates us from God. The whole gospel is the redemption of mankind unto God the Father through the Son, Jesus, right? And so when Jesus walked this earth, a sinless man, that's the reason why he was a sinless man, Because God needed a perfect lamb in order to sacrifice him so that we could once again have that relationship with God. And so thank God for Jesus. Amen? Thank God for Jesus. Now listen, it leads me to my first point. My first point is this. Everything starts with deliverance. Right? These men and women who were in Egypt... They, God sent this man named Moses, say Moses, to deliver them from captivity, right? But everything, and me and you, like we wouldn't be here today if at some point in our life, Jesus didn't deliver us from the power of sin and death. Y'all can make some noise for that. Come on, somebody. And thank God he didn't leave me in my mess, right? Some of us are in a mess today, but listen. I'm going to testify to you, and there's a lot of people in this room that will testify that God won't leave you in your mess. This whole thing is a journey. Say journey. That's what I'm preaching on today. I want to preach about the journey. Yeah, the church is only a year old, but I've been walking with the Lord now for 20, and this thing has been a journey. But one thing about journeys, it starts with deliverance. God ain't going to leave you where you're at. We're all on this journey together, but we're all on this journey individually as well. But God walks with us, right? God walks with us through the good times, the bad times. How many of y'all been through some bad times before? How many of y'all been through some hard times before? How many of y'all been through some storms before? But you got through them in Jesus' name. Some of us are in the mix of it right now. There's a scripture from Romans chapter 5. I'm going to read it real quick. You see, just at the right time when we were powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will someone die for a righteous person unless they're good enough, and maybe they might die for them. But God demonstrated his own love for us in this. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That's good news. Like when I first met Jesus, Some of y'all know my story. Some of y'all know. When I first met Jesus, he spoke to me so clearly. It actually scared me. My heart was beating fast. I'm like, I'm going crazy. I'm hearing some things. You know what he told me? He says, Scott, I've been pursuing you this whole time. 
Even when I was in sin, even when I was in the world, even when I was doing all this dirt, Jesus was pursuing me. It's hard to believe that. But that's scripture. He says that he'll leave the 99 sheep, right, the ones who are good, for the one who has gone astray. And me and you, I don't know if you like me, but I, one time I was straying out there, y'all, right? I was straying out there. But God sent his son to pursue me in order to deliver me from being lost. And what did he do with me? He brought me back to the 99. He brought me back into the flock. He brought me back into the family. And that's the beautiful thing about the body of Christ. It's a beautiful thing about the church. And listen, the church goes way beyond what happens on a Sunday. We had church in a tattoo shop on a Friday night. We have church over the dinner table. We have church hanging out with each other, doing barbecue. We're going to do a block party right after this. That's just as much church as this is. But it all starts with a deliver. Amen. Come on, you can make some noise for that. It all starts with being delivered. We're going to baptize people after this. And that's an outwardly sign of like the old man going down and the new man coming up. I've been delivered. That's why we, that's why we do baptisms as a public profession of saying, you know what, the old man is dead, and the new man has come in Jesus' name. The second point is this. After deliverance, it always proceeds with faith. you got to have some faith afterwards, right? you got to actually believe in your heart afterwards that Jesus really said what he said, and Jesus has really done what he's done, and we're going to have to start to take some steps forward by faith in the name of Jesus. What kind of steps? Steps to grow in Christ. Say that, grow in Christ. You got to take some steps to grow in Christ. That's one mistake that nobody told me about in the very beginning. I met Jesus. I got saved. Yeah, I had a radical encounter with Jesus, but nobody actually told me that I actually had to, like, pray and get in the Word and, and, and eat spiritually. You got to actually take some steps of faith. One step is being here. We always say that this is like a gas station, right? Y'all drive cars and different things like that, right? And if you're going to drive a car for about a day or two or three days, depending on what kind of car you drive, if you drive a truck, it might be quicker. You got to stop at the gas station. If you don't stop at the gas station, that car will not move no more. You'll be on the side of I-75. Calling, what are those trucks, those yellow ones that come by? You, yeah, hero truck. You'd be like, where the hero truck at? You won't run out of gas. And so you got to take steps of faith in order to fill yourself up. And our whole goal with Crossover ATL is, is to be this family, to be this fueling station that you could come here, you know what I mean, get recharged, get energized, only to go do ministry out there. We don't dismiss church. We send church. But you got to take a step of faith by going into the world to make disciples of all nations. I love Hebrews 11:23 says this, by faith Moses' parents hid him for 3 months after he was born because they knew he wasn't an ordinary child. And that they were not afraid of the king's commands. So here's this here's this baby Right? I don't know if you know the story of Moses. He was actually put into this river, right, by, by faith because they were killing the children. She had to let Moses go. He's like, this, this kid isn't ordinary. And some of y'all heard very early in life, you're not ordinary. And that was a true statement. That was a prophetic statement over your life. You're different. 
So you might have took it as negative, but listen, God made it for good. You are different. You are set apart for his work in Jesus' name. Right? You, 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 you are made in the image of God. You're different in a good way. You're beautifully, you, you are, you are, you are man-made, or you are made in the image of God himself. You are crafted. You were formed when you were in your mother's womb. And not just that, God put purpose in you. God put an anointing in you. God put destiny in you. God gave you a calling and a gift. And the Bible says that that gift is irrevocable. You can't give it back. My wife loves to order Amazon. Any Amazon people in here? She loves ordering Amazon. Where's she at? Oh, she's not here. Cool. I can talk about it. Every day, I show up at the house, and there's a package at the door. I'm like, okay, what did we, <laughs> what did we get now? But, you know, when, when it's your package, you like it because you, you know what it is. It's kind of like Christmas, right? You open a package, you're like, oh, there it is. It's nice. But one thing, one thing that's cool about Amazon is Amazon actually have these stations now that you could go drop them off if you want to return it. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? You, you can return Amazon stuff pretty easy now. But the Bible says that the gift of God, what he put in you when you were a little embryo, right? When, he, when your heart started beating in your mama's womb, God put something in you that you can't return. It's who you are. And until you start walking in the fullness of that call and that gift, until you start to say, you know what, this is who I am. And when you say, this is who I am, you realize who you're not. And you don't have to fall for the, for the tricks of the enemy. A lot of us are trying to figure out who we are, so we're doing all this different stuff instead of just praying and fasting and asking the Lord to show us who we are. Get around people that can help you. And guess what? A lot of times Christians early on in my life were saying, hey, I see this in you. Hey, I see that in you. I said, nah, that ain't me. I want to be a rapper. Yeah. I wanted to do my dream, my thing. But I had to eventually, I had to lay that thing down. I'm not saying rap is bad. Praise God for rap. We love rap music. We use it as a tool, right, to glorify God. It's awesome. But it goes way deeper than just music. The call of God is way deeper than just that. That'll get you in the door to use your gift. Right? That'll open doors for you so you can come in and use your spiritual gift. So we got a deliverance. we got to step out by faith in Jesus' name. I don't want to get too far off. And then the next thing is this, and a lot of us are going to relate to this. When we're on this journey, right, we're delivered, we're stepping out by faith, it always is tested by trials. Say trials. Uh. This is the part we don't like. Right? We step out by faith, and all of a sudden, we inherit an enemy. Did you know when you were in the world, nobody was your enemy? Like when you were in the enemy's camp, like, you, you know, we serve him. We don't even know we serve him, but we serve him. And God is never our enemy. But then when we, when we transformed, right, when we believe in Jesus and we're, we're, we're translated into from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of his son, all of a sudden, for the first time in our lives, we inherit an enemy who seeks to steal, kill, and destroy, who seeks to trick us, who seeks to confuse us, who seeks to lure us away from our purpose. And it happens every day. And y'all know what I'm talking about. We are tested and we're, we're, we're lured away sometimes. And the Bible says this in 1 Peter 4.12. Dear friends, he's talking to me and you. Do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come to you to test you. 
Meaning, don't, don't freak out. Don't be surprised. As though something strange were happening to you. But, this is a word for us. This is a word for me right here. But rejoice. What? That's opposite of what we do. Right? Don't be surprised when, when we're being tried and tested. But the Bible says in verse 13, rejoice in as much as you participate in the sufferings of Christ that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. Jesus said this. He says, you're a, you're a disciple of mine, right? You're, you're following me. You are going to be tried. You're going to be tested. You're going to be disrespected. But he says this, but be of good cheer. When these things are coming against you, be of good cheer. Be happy. Be joyful in the midst of your enemies. Love your enemy. Do good to those that persecute you. In doing so, it'll be like hot coals being put over their head. It's going to bother them so much that you're doing good to them, that you're blessing them, that, that something's going to have to take place in their heart. They're either going to really hate you or something is going to break in Jesus' name. We're being tested sometimes. We're being tried. And the last one is this. When we're on this journey together, we're delivered. We've got to step out by faith. We're tested by all these trials and situations in life. But the key is this. They all lead us to him. All of this, this whole journey leads us to him. Like that's, that's who we're walking toward is him. The Bible says every day we're being transformed more into the image of Jesus. Some of you are like, what, what's the purpose of this life? Why am I alive? What am I doing? This life is crazy. You don't understand my story. You don't understand what I've been through. You don't understand, you know, how I grew up. No, but he does. He really does. The good news is we're on this journey together. And will we remain faithful all the way to the end? We got to walk toward him. The Bible says that a three-core strand is not quickly broken, right? If you, if you took three strings and you braided them together and you start to try to break that thing, you're not going to break it as easily as you would break that one thread. And so the beautiful thing about this journey, walking toward Christ, is you could link arms with people in this room. And all of a sudden, the journey becomes a little bit more easy. How many of y'all ever hurt your leg before and you had to use like a crutch? You had to walk on crutches. That's not fun. But, but the crutch is designed to carry weight so that you don't have to put as much weight on your leg or whatever body part is hurt so that healing could take place. And the beautiful thing about the body of Christ, brothers and sisters in Christ, is we can use other people, and maybe use is a bad word, we can walk with other people and carry their burdens and carry their weight. Pray with them, cry with them, laugh with them. But we can never just stop. Some of us are in the valley right now in life. We're in the valley, and we've stopped because it got so hard. We've just stopped. 
And today, if you don't get nothing else from this, on this journey, I'm telling you right now, you have to get back up. And you're going to have to continue walking by faith in the name of Jesus. And we, right, Crossovers ATL, City Takers, we're going to help you. We're going to pick you up a little bit. And we're going to push you a little bit. Maybe we got to carry you for a season, whatever it is. We're on this journey together. And we're going to continue walking toward him. Toward him. Because there's a prize at the end. And the prize is him. The prize is him. You're like, what's my purpose? The purpose is to walk toward him. I'm going to leave you with this scripture. It comes from Jude 17, verse 24. We're going to jump down. To him who is able to keep you from stumbling and present you before his glorious presence without fault, with great joy. To the only God, our Savior, be the glory, majesty, power, and authority. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, before the ages, now and forevermore. So how you doing on this journey? The Israelites at one time when they were being freed from captivity, it got so hard for them, even though it was miracle after miracle, provision after provision. Some of them were like, I want to go back. And some of y'all right now, the enemy's lying to you, saying that, you know what I mean, your old life was better. And some of us are believing that. They, they believe that. They said, at least in captivity, at least in slavery, we had this, this, and this to eat. Now we just got manna, even though manna was from God. And so some of us right now are being lied to by the enemy. You're thinking like, I don't know about this Jesus thing. I don't know. I had to give up all of this, this, and this. Let me tell you something. That's a lie from the enemy to get you back to where you're not supposed to be, away from your purpose in this life. And so today, I don't know who you are in this room, but I'm telling you, if you, if you continue to push, you continue to walk by faith, God is about to shift some things in your life in the name of Jesus. There's going to be a shift. You're going to see it. I don't know if it's going to happen like in the next day, next week, this month. I don't know what it is. But let me tell you, let me, tell you, let me just be honest and truthful. The world is going to continue to grow darker and darker and darker. We can read about it. It's in the scriptures. You don't believe me, read the Bible for yourself. But in the midst of the darkness, there's going to be a church. One church. Did you know that? It's just one church in this world. It's his church. We're the body of Christ. And in the, in the, in the midst of the darkness, in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the suffering... His church is going to rise up, rise up in the name of Jesus. And so I'm telling you right now, we are part of that church. We are part of his church. And I'm going I'm to speak this. I'm going to prophesy this by faith. We need to rise up in Jesus' name. And it goes way beyond just a Sunday. It happens Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Come back here, get filled up, and go out there and rise up in Jesus' name. Don't be afraid. You're going to deal with some stuff. You're going to deal with trials. You're going to deal with the enemy. But be of good cheer. Jesus has already overcome him. And he lives in you. And he lives in me. And a three-core strand, me, you, and somebody else, is not quickly broken. We can do more together than we can do on our own. In Jesus' name. Let me pray. Father God, I thank you, God, for your body. I thank you, God, that we are being commissioned to go into the world and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, God. Empower us for your work, Lord Jesus. Send us, Lord God. We will go.
for those that have gone astray. The Bible is pretty simple. The gospel is simple. It says, call upon the name of the Lord. Believe in your heart that Jesus died and he rose from the dead, and you will be saved. You will. There's a deliverance taking place right now, and it's a deliverance in your heart where all the old things are passing away and all things are becoming brand new. If you're ready to uh, lay your life down and commit your life to Christ, I want you to raise your hand up so I can see you. Amen, amen. There's a lot of us. Mean this in your heart and pray this with me. Jesus, forgive me of my sins. This is the day where everything changes. This is the day of a new beginning for me. I believe that you walked this earth a sinless man and that you died for me. That you rose on the third day to truly set me free. I love you and I lay my life down today. Man, what a powerful message. We want to thank you for tuning in. I hope that this week's word blessed and encouraged you. God is doing some amazing things in our community, and we're so glad to have you be a part of it. If you're new to our ministry, we would love to connect with you. You can go to crossoverchurchatl.com backslash connect and fill out the information so that we can stay connected. Also, if you would like to give to help support our ministry, you can go to crossoverchurchatl.com backslash give. Thanks and God bless.